0: Filling up a car at a petrol station, emptying in the coffers of a rough nation. Blame it on a wall, this high inflation, as everyday folk are near salvation. Soon at, soon at, what a funny joke. Living like a king while we all go broke. Soon at, soon at, what a small man. Agenda 21 is part of the plan. Go to the shops for a pint of milk, don't know what it costs, the same as silk. Goods are going up, and we all know why. 7% is a CP lie. Soon at. All right, welcome back, guys. Hope you enjoyed that short video. That was from James Thompson, aka Jim Guitar, about Rishi. Rishi Sunak will mention him in a minute. He's in trouble every week at the minute. Who else is back, though? It is Kristen. Hi, I am back from America. Super happy. Thank you so much for all of your really kind messages. I really appreciate it. And already, Neil has me training with this rucksack, but he literally just booked it straight up this mountain wearing this thing, and I was miles behind, so I gotta catch up to him with his strength, let me tell you. Okay, that sounded a little bad from Kristin there. I didn't just plow off and leave her on the mountain there. I was just training my legs a little bit. We've got a bit of a weather front today, which is why it's not all sunny and, you know, lovely today. It's very misty, very cloudy, but it gives a nice effect to the video. Actually, this is probably one of the most rural places I've found so far on the island. The terrain, we found one path here, but apart from this path, the terrain is pretty pretty tough but anyway let's get into some of the content straight away then by the way this is the friday walk and talk it is a chit chat (laughs) always get these funny comments oh get on with it get on with what get on with a chit chat oh okay that 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 makes complete sense hey you want to meet for a coffee yeah get on with it what do you want to meet for a no it's it's a casual walk so uh, that's what we're going to be doing let's get started then boris and rishi are in trouble again They've just got fined. He's actually the first prime minister in history to ever break the law, to do an illegal act whilst prime minister. There you go. So he had a 56th birthday bash at number 10 Downing Street. Rishi was there, of course. Of course, Rishi was there. Fishy, Rishi. And they got a fine. We don't know how much that fine is yet, but uh, it's probably, you know, 20p, £5, £10, whatever it was, it won't make any difference to them, will it? So a survey just came out then, a British survey, YouGov. 57% of Brits now think that Boris should go. He should resign. Same with Rishi, actually. A lot of people think that Rishi should now go. Let's get down here for a sec. And I don't think they've done themselves any favours this week with the, the headline that's just come out to send all men that arrive, illegal immigrants, to Rwanda. And if you don't know where Rwanda is, a lot of people are like, oh, well, you know, is it local? Is it somewhere in Europe? No, it's right in the middle of Africa. I only know it because I sponsored a couple of kids for years. They're, They're growing up now who lived in Burundi. So that was, I think it was Action Aid or someone like that did the sponsorships then. So yeah, Rwanda is right next to DRC uh, Democratic Republic of Congo next to Tanzania and uh, you know Uganda etc and it's funny isn't it how they never ever talked about this they never really got into any of this illegal immigration oh yeah it's fine it just they just let it carry on until now there's a problem with with everyone wanting to get rid of Boris So personally, I think this is a political move. That's all I see it as. I see this as a big, big political move now for him trying to actually save his job. And uh, you know who it reminds me of now? Boris has done a U-turn and you remember he used to attack uh, Nigel Farage and he's done a U-turn and and pretty much became now Nigel Farage with all of his uh, stuff. And let me just read out a couple of things that he said this week, actually. Our compassion may be infinite, But our capacity to help people is not we can't ask the british taxpayer to write a blank check to cover the costs of anyone who might want to come and live here but here's what i would say wait a second who's going to be paying then for all of the people that are going to be living in rwanda and how are they going to actually get all of these people there rwanda is what fourth that just over four thousand miles i think away That's a plane ride to get them there. It would be too inefficient to get everyone, uh, all of these people that are coming in, to try and get them uh, to the middle of Rwanda, the middle of Africa, any other way than flying. So you've got to ask who is going to be paying for all the flights who's going to be paying for all the food and accommodation and things like that it's pretty obvious to me this doesn't take a genius it's going to be the British taxpayer so I can't really see what they're saying here in that we're going to be saving a lot of money because you know in the tax we don't want taxpayer paying for it actually I think it will just be a case of out of sight out of mind in that the taxpayer will be paying for it they just won't be seeing all of the you know the people that have been coming in off these i think it's about 600 a day at the moment and it's forecast to rise to a thousand per day by mid-may so about a month from now it's forecast to uh, rise to about a thousand per day now it's interesting because if you remember back in 2020 when i made that great reset video and i talked about some of these things around immigration how we'd have this big immigration crisis Remember at the time, a lot of people just couldn't see it. They said it would never happen and that, you know, immigration, even illegal immigration was fine. And I said, how is illegal immigration fine? Especially when you've got all of these cartels and type of uh, groups, coyotes, whatever you want to call them, that were smuggling people. So this was human trafficking. And yet, you have all these goody goodies saying, oh no, it's fine. It's fine for all of this illegal immigration. No, no, you start allowing illegal immigration like that. And then what happens is you get all these really bad people that start smuggling, smuggling children, all this other stuff. I mean, this is just common sense. It's, it's pretty obvious that these are the sort of things that take place. As soon as a government allows things that are illegal to take root, the crime syndicates come in, the gangs come in and they take advantage of the situation. You know, this is just pretty obvious so for those of you who think that this is all going to go away and all this you know immigration and mass migration of peoples into other countries so poorer nations into wealthier nations this isn't going to end it is going to get worse uh, ladies and gentlemen another forecast or prediction for you here It is going to be, as I said back in 2020, and it is going to get worse. This isn't going to get better. You're going to see a lot more mass migration and with it, a lot more crime. I'm not saying from the people, I'm not saying that the families who are coming in are the ones creating the crime because it's not them, but it is a lot of these single men. And I think that's why the UK government has announced that they're going to be sending them all to Rwanda because you only have to look at the crime statistics and listen to or speak to police officers and they will tell you that most of this new crime as a result of the illegal immigration is the same type of person over and over again. But anyway, we'll leave that point there for another day. Good news in the UK this weekend, apparently there's gonna be a heat wave over this bank holiday weekend and happy Easter and Good Friday for everyone celebrating it as well. But isn't it funny how, what a coincidence, there always seems to be a heat wave on a bank holiday. I wonder how they managed to uh, have that happen. No coincidence there at all. I just wanna move on to another story then, which we started talking about, what, three or four months back now, and that was the poultry shortage. So, chickens and uh, eggs, uh, turkeys, all this sort of stuff. Well, it's now really starting to ramp up. We've seen a 52% increase in egg prices in the USA just in the last six weeks or so. We're also seeing uh, increases in prices throughout much of Europe. And it doesn't help that the government is being overly cautious in most countries by doing PCR testing on the poultry, which I just don't think is the best idea. Surely there's a better test they can do than the PCR test because what have they keep doing? They keep finding one or two birds when they're doing these PCR tests that have got the bird flu. and You know, this is a big deal with this bird flu, because I think the USA has lost 11 million chickens, 2 million turkeys already from this bird flu. And not just that, 19 people in China have now got this bird flu. Um, Five people have died from it. One person in the UK has contracted it. You know, people all over the world are now uh, contracting this bird flu. And I do think this acts as a warning for us all. You know, remember what happened when the whole COVID thing started and it was, when was it sort of December time? It was the same sort of pattern. Oh, just a few people have got it. It's in China, etc., etc. And by March, the whole world's in lockdown. And what do we keep hearing? Oh, the COVID pandemic wasn't the big one. Oh, no, no, no. Billy Gates and, you know, his friends. Oh, no, the next one's going to be the big one. Well, what is the next one? We don't really know. But um, I'm edging on the side of caution, and just assuming I'm just going to take. I'm just going to assume basically that this bird flu thing that's going around could be it. If it's killing that many birds, but they're saying they're dying of the the virus. But how many of them are actually being culled? That's the other thing. But it's not just eggs and poultry that are going up astronomically. Uh, let me read out a couple more that are going up: eggs, milk, anything dairy is going up massively. Oil paper products, meat. So any of these things, if you haven't got them stocked up, definitely get hold of some. Soybeans are up 38% now. Sunflower oil up 36%. Corn is up 64%. Wheat is up 60%. 3%. 3%. I know that I'll be going to the supermarket to get some paper and kitchen roll and toilet rolls anything paper based pretty much because of these shortages. In fact in Sri Lanka which we talked about last week with all these crises uh, Sri Lanka they've just defaulted on their debt which is one thing but they had to cancel all of the examinations throughout the country because the schools just couldn't get hold of uh, paper to do the exams. How crazy is that? And over in Kazakhstan as well, we knew this one was coming. They're now ceasing their wheat production to the rest of the world. That is not good because where again we talked about this a lot. Where does a lot of this food production come from? Not to mention uranium refinement and mining and everything. A lot of it is coming from this same region that's under conflict at the moment. And then lastly, then because we're down right by the lake now and it's beautiful down here there's been a lot of european governments asking homeowners to turn their heating down from 21 degrees celsius down to 19 degrees celsius now this is important because they're saying that they need to do this in order to not have energy rationing let's turn around so you can see this beautiful lake now you know how these things start energy rationing right now but next it will be food rationing so this is why i say get yourself food make sure you're stocked up on some of the things there's going to be shortages of and if you can start growing a garden at home growing vegetables and things like that personally i know it sounds crazy to to some of you watching who live in the city and you only watch for my finance stuff but i would start growing a garden i've started myself i've started growing vegetables now uh, in the small space that I've got, just because I'm seeing the charts, I'm reading all of this stuff and I can see where this is leading. It is not going to be going anywhere good. We're going to have a lot of inflation and not just that, the vegetables. Remember, P&O ferries transport a lot of these vegetables from outside of, say, the UK and Europe. They, they do a lot of this transporting the vegetables. They've stopped doing that at the moment. There's a lot of issues with P&O ferries, as you know. I do think we're going to see a lot of inflation on food and vegetables and uh, as well as energy which we're seeing we haven't seen all the energy shocks yet this is just not a good time for inflation if you haven't watched my video from yesterday yet this talks about the inflation of the 70s and just some lessons with that so that you can actually protect some of your money or assets or you know just get a good idea of, of what to do that's i know a lot of the the content i'm making at the moment is all around protection it's not necessarily how to make loads of money and invest and stuff. Um, I mean, if you want that stuff, I do it in the Patreon anyway, the investment angle. But I am focused on protection at the moment because I think that's the most important thing. I think you know we should all be trying to protect our assets uh, and protect our families and you know all these things as much as possible. History is the best teacher, ladies and gents. I know they've changed all the history books now, but history is our best teacher. And if we just trust history, and we learn the lessons from it we should all be fine overall so uh, thanks for watching the video today take care god bless and i'll see you next time